0: So let's talk about the, the leadership of passing on a culture from one generation, from one person to another, from one generation to another.
1: Well, you know, in, in that sense, it all starts with leading by example. Uh, the, the leader of the organization is part of the organization. So the leader must follow all the standards that are part of the organization and, and believe in the beliefs. And as the leader, your job is to not only uphold the standards and enforce the standards and live and demonstrate them through your actions, but it's also to make sure that others in the team, in the organization, follow them. And if they are unable to follow them, then it's to provide them the opportunity to learn how to follow them. Welcome to the Legacy Roadmap Podcast your ultimate guide for creating a lasting legacy as an
0: entrepreneur. Whether you're an ambitious entrepreneur or a seasoned business owner, our podcast offers insightful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and experts who have navigated the path of legacy creation. We explore topics that matter to you, personal responsibility, financial growth, leadership, and succession planning. Our goal? To equip you with practical insights and strategies that help you transition from simply running your business to building a legacy. Join us each week as we delve into purposeful discussions aimed at positively impacting future generations. Your journey towards leaving a lasting legacy starts right here, right now. Let's dive in.
1: Does your business serve homeowners? If so, you need to know about HOA.com, the number one referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. And we're looking for quality contractors and home service pros that we can recommend and refer to homeowners in your area. Not only will you get promoted on the HOA.com website, you'll get business from other certified pros and premier pros in your market. These people serve homeowners every day, so we help you build referral partnerships that keep referrals coming to your business for years to come. Go to HOA.com. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? If so, you need to know about the Achieve Systems Business Building Membership. We are one of the best referral-based communities that wants to refer you. We help generate you thousands of leads per year. We also provide you an incredible mentorship program that has won many awards. We don't stop there. We have 60 plus opportunities to take your business to the next level, like authoring and publishing books and many, many more. Go to AchieveSystemsPro.com and get started today.
0: Do you want to make more money in your business? Most business owners focus on building revenue. That's not enough. Building profits is what feeds your family and almost no business owner understands how to build profit without building revenue. I can show you with near-perfect accuracy the exact business growth strategies that will generate the most revenue for your business in the shortest amount of time, focused on building profit. Learn more at bizlife.coach. Our guest today retired from the Army in 2009 as a Green Beret Lieutenant Colonel after 25 years of service. He has a broad range of experience ranging from driving tanks to engineering in the Arctic to leading Green Berets on complex and dangerous missions around the world. Otis McGregor has worked as a business development manager, director, and chief strategy officer. In 2017, he pivoted his consulting business to align with his business purpose and rebranded to Tribe and Purpose. Tribe and Purpose focus on creating better leaders to lead high-performing teams. Otis McGregor and Robert talk about leadership and legacy. What do people say about you when you are not in the room? Most people are playing a short game to be liked in the moment, to get what they want now. Otis focuses on purpose, which is a much longer game with a different sort set of rewards. Most people have never defined what success looks like, and that is why so few find it. Well, Otis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm just looking forward to a great conversation, brother to brother and uh, veteran to veteran and entrepreneur to entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn that's a whole lot of connections we got going on man
0: <laughs> we do absolutely. i'm happy to be here well we also have one other connection and, and that's the concept or idea of legacy so otis tell me tell me what legacy means to you
1: oh man uh it's how people remember you when you're gone i, I had this conversation over cigars and whiskey with a buddy of mine uh, saturday afternoon uh, nice. we were talking about that what's your impact And what's your legacy? And your legacy, uh, folks, if your legacy is your name on a building at a university, that ain't it. Because they're going to tear down that building in 10 years, 20 years, and build another one with somebody else's name on it. Your legacy starts with your family and how they remember you and what you do for them. And, and for me, I've come to this realization because I've joined this very elite club uh, about 14 months ago. Uh, it's called Grandpa, and I'm a Pawpaw. And when I see that boy, that that right there, my kids, kids are great. You know, love my kids. That's not legacy in my book. Legacy is grandkids, great-grandkids, and beyond. When they, they see that picture on the wall and they say, oh, that was Papa McGregor. What was he like? That right there. Or like my buddy said, you know, when you're, when your kid or, or your grandkid is, is visiting, you know, it, use me for an instance, uh, visiting in Poland. And they run into a guy, a Polish, a Polish special ops guy that I served with, or maybe their son or daughter And they just happen to start talking and they find out that connection there. And they go, yeah, Otis, Otis worked with our team and man, he helped us succeed and grow and become better that that's legacy, man. And ain't, it ain't what I'm doing for myself is what I'm doing for others. Uh, And there's a, there's a great stoic quote and I I won't try to quote it. So I'll paraphrase it because I always screw up my quotes. Uh, But it's the, it's the honor of making an impression on people, not just when you're present, but when you're not there for them to think about you. That's legacy. That's, that's what we should all be thinking about is, is what am I doing to help others? in the long run.
0: Oh, so powerful. Obviously you pushed a couple buttons there for me. Cause I'm a, I'm a grandpa and, and it's the greatest thing. My, my, my million dollar idea is trying to figure out how we can just go straight to being a grandparent and skip the whole parenting thing. You know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna skip a step. Once we put that in a jar and patent it, it's going to be worth, you know, a fortune, but uh, no. the, you know, for me, the, just recently, and obviously I'm a man of faith and 20 years in Christian ministry. And it wasn't until earlier this year, that Proverbs 13, 22 jumped off the pages to me. And I've read the Bible. I read the Bible every year. Like it's part of just my routine and been reading it every year for years. Um, and, And some years, just the new Testament, but mostly the whole thing. And so the idea that this proverb was just hiding in there and had not had not grabbed me the way it did this year, but proverbs thirteen twenty two says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're talking about is the impact you're leaving for your grandchildren and so it's 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 a different mindset it changes it changes everything and now when I'm working with business owners, I'm trying to help them get past. You know, thinking about how they're going to pay this month's mortgage, how they're going to pay the rent on their building or their van and and how they're going to get to that second generation or third generation of not just wealth. Right. But Mm -hmm. but character and faith and family and fun, all of those elements for me are are really what leads to to true freedom. And, And so helping business owners just step out of the step out of the grind enough to be able to think of something so much bigger and and create a plan or a pathway for their life and business that, that leaves a legacy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just say something about your reading the Bible because it's, it's such a fundamental thing. Uh, When the teacher or when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I knew I'd get that backwards. But if you think about that, the Bible is one of those books that you can read and go, yeah. This I've I've read through it, I don't know how many times, six, seven, twelve times. And all of a sudden, boom, something jumps off the page. You any number of books behind me, same thing. Go back and read them again. It's like, wow, that's that's awesome. Because my mind wasn't ready for that lesson at that moment. And that's one of the great things about that you're doing and reading the Bible every year, because you know, uh, I will get this stoic quote right it's by heracledes and it is no man ever steps in the same river twice because he is no longer the same man and it is no longer the same river and you think about that you could you could go to, to just uh s- stay on the bible you could read the bible finish it today start it again tomorrow and guess what you're going to see something different in there any book any book absolutely I well
0: i think the bible has a little extra power over over traditional book i agree with you that any book you could read over again and you'll find some new things but but the bible is the bible's alive and and has 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 a little bigger impact at least in my own life and i know for for many others it's had a similar a similar Mm. kind of impact and so super important and that's part of my the foundation i want to leave for for my grandchildren is is my faith and and the relationship i have with god and 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 basically the impact God has in my life that affects how I treat other people and you know how that's impacted my character. And mm. so one of the one of the biggest pieces of that's been a thing in my life is has been creeds. you know I was a I was a scout and so you know I had the Scout law and the Scout oath and then I was a marine and we have the you know uh, who, it just left <laughs> completely. Uh, 11, is it 11, 12 general orders. And (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, there's, and of course the Marine Corps has a few other creeds that aren't necessarily, you know, unofficially official, (laughs) but, but when you have a creed, when you have an oath, when you have a, uh, a standard that, that's set and, and of course you and I have both been a part of plenty of organizations and plenty of, you know, that have these words that, you know, they throw up integrity and they throw up these others, but, but they don't necessarily live it out. Right. And Mm -hmm. so you you talked about culture and creating culture. Let's talk about the value of of a creed in creating culture and and why it's so important to have that foundation.
1: Well, a creed is Mm -hmm. a, a group of words and sentences that define the culture, you know? And I think, Having that what you what you're doing in that sense with a creed is you're writing it down. And I, had, I had this discussion with a client this morning he was he was talking about how he's, he's uh, he started this new habit for him of uh, writing down things he's going you know his schedule for the week. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny how that happens, right? You write it down and it becomes real. It becomes more there's more meaning to it. And that's what the creed is doing. It, it is, it is establishing your culture through a description of of what it is. That that's that's what creed is for. We we believe in that creed. Uh, testing my my Christianity knowledge. This, what is it? The Nicene, Nicene, Nicene Creed. You know that that's. Kind of this foundational piece, at least when I, where I grew up in the Methodist church, this foundational piece of, of the church and what you believe and 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 those sort of things. And the same thing with the Marine, Marine Corps, uh, um, you know, the, the Ranger Creed, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> those those things establish the beliefs which creates the culture. And the creed is your belief, if you will.
0: Well and, and and when you first start to memorize them they are just words right and mm-hmm. and I think you know in in scouts and then in in the marine corps and then in ministry taking those words and I mean really for us for for me they they became affirmations right mm-hmm. you know it, the the scout oath represented you know duty to god and country duty to self and duty to others and then you repeat it over and over and over and over again, you know. I mean, here, you know, I'm 55 years old, and I I could still recite the Scout Law, <laughs> word for word, and it's well, not hard. My, my
1: best to do my duty for, <laughs> dang, for God and my country. That's about as far as I can get.
0: To help other people at all times and keep myself physically <laughs> strong, mentally awake, morally straight.
1: Morally straight. There we go. Yeah, how about that one for a throwback? Yeah. I have, well, and, I think and, I have my scout book my scout manual somewhere up here on the shelf
0: i I do as well I don't know if it's on this shelf or another one but the the value of of having that memorized and and just repeating it over and over is really an affirmation that an affirmation of the character that that you believe is valuable and that you believe about yourself and and when enough conversation happens around that character around those words it it takes hold in a person, and and that's the reason that the military repeats them. That's the reason that the scouts repeat them. It's it's the reason in ministry that we memorize, you know, Bible verses. It and there's real power in in learning that, but I think there's even more power in leading it and teaching it to somebody else. And so so let's talk about the the leadership and of passing on a culture from one generation, from one person to another, from one generation to another?
1: Well, you know, in, in that sense, it all starts with leading by example. Uh, the, the leader of the organization is part of the organization. So the leader must follow all the standards that are part of the organization and, and believe in the beliefs. And as the leader, your job is to not only uphold the standards and enforce the standards and live and demonstrate them through your actions, but it's also to make sure that others in the team, in the organization follow them. And if they are unable to follow them, then it's to provide them the opportunity to learn how to follow them or in, in business world, in, in that case, or even truthfully, even in the tribe case to go to use the term tribe. One of the reasons I like the term tribe is You know what you're no longer a fit you're not following you're not following the values of our tribe i'm gonna have to ask you to to leave you're gonna have to move on find something else to do find another tribe go another place whatever it is whereas family you're stuck with family
0: it's a little (laughs) harder to do yeah yeah we'll be right back after this short break Do you need an increase in revenue? We help business owners find 100K in 90 days and create a roadmap for implementation. There's no pressure, just a chance to get some assistance and clarity. Scheduling is easy. Simply visit ownitcall.com and select a time that works for you. It's time for you to focus on doubling the 20% that creates 80% of your revenue. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness.
1: But that, that, that's, that's why I, I like that. And, uh, you know, back to that, that culture, you know, your culture is your values, your mission, and the standards of the organization and all those things together and the personalities of the individuals in that organization and well, how and they it, believe and align with the values of the organization.
0: And, that, and that's the great breakdown, right? Like, you think about a story like Enron where integrity was such an important part of their core values and at, at a point in time, <laughs> but then the leadership started manipulating numbers because profit trumped the culture mm-hmm. that they, the culture they documented was not the culture they were living. And, and of course we all know that the consequences of that was, you know, Not only did they lack integrity in their conversations with their customers, they began to lack integrity with their, their, you know, on an ethical and moral level, you know, basically lying across the board. And it actually hurt the majority of the employees in the company who had all bought into the belief that this was so grand and so great and everybody was going to get you know, benefit from it. And and the truth is it actually hurt them. So not only did people lose their job, they lost their retirement savings and mm-hmm. and everything when the company, you know, went under because of its, because of its lack of integrity.
1: Right. They lost their moral compass. I mean, uh, to, to use that phrase, they, they, they truly did. They, they, they went from an organization that, that says, well, we are this and acting and following through on that to like many, many organizations I've worked with over the years that have a beautiful calligraphy in the break room of their core values. And there's 10 of them. And nobody knows, hell, you can't even read the damn thing.
0: Nobody <laughs> knows
1: what they are. And it, it's, it's a check the box thing of their core values. And that's one of the things whenever I start working with a company, that's one of the things I always dig into. So what, what are your core values? And does everybody in the organization understand what those values are? Because if, if they don't, then are they truly bought into the organization? Because if I'm part of a team and I don't know the values of the organization, I'm creating my own value and belief set in there, which means I'm not part of the team. I'm just there doing a job. Hmm. Absolutely. And we, want to be, we, want our, we want our employees to be part of the team. We want that tribe mentality, which means they believe like we believe. They believe in the vision of the organization. They see themselves in the organization going forward. Their values, their personal values are aligned with the leader's values and the organization's values. Well, an
0: organization that understands their values has a better foundation for hiring people and bringing people in based on those values rather than this desperation ploy of right now, we've got people trying to hire people just based on skills and there's not alignment in their values. And, and I, it, it's, it's a challenging marketplace, but when your values are aligned, people will feel like they're a part of a culture and they're part of a tribe mm-hmm. and, and that they belong and they're willing to give up maybe a little bit of money or they're willing to give up certain you know desires on hours or other things because they want to be a part of, the tribe and they and there's a feeling of fit and and purpose well and, and that's where we want to get to right is his tribe is the element the group let's talk a little bit about purpose and how that aligns with values
1: yeah well uh what was what was popping into my mind uh was the fact that nowhere on maslow's hierarchy of your knees does it say more, make more money yeah right? <laughs> It, it doesn't, it doesn't part of, you know, it's, it's food and shelter, safety, uh, being part of an organization and having a feeling of fulfillment. I'm real close on that. Uh, and that is what we should be all seeking is, is that, and that feeling of fulfillment comes from understanding what your purpose is. Mm. And if you, cause uh, now let me back up a second purpose cannot be achieved purpose has to be fulfilled i can cool. never achieve my purpose because it's the infinite cup because if if you can achieve your purpose then it's not really your purpose it was more like a goal because purpose is is the cup that always runs over but never spills you're all there's always room for more if it's truly your purpose You want to do it again and again and again, and you get fulfilled again and again, and you re-energized again and again and again. That's what purpose is. And if you say, well, I've achieved my purpose, guess what? Your life is over. (laughs) So you might want to check on what you believe your purpose is. Well,
0: that's, and that's a fantastic way to differentiate, right? Because one of the things we have an advantage of in, in the military is is we see mission different, right? Because the businesses and corporations come up with this mission as if it's this overarching thing and it's this long-term blah, blah, blah. But you and I see mission as this is a singular operation to accomplish right now. And mm-hmm. and so being able to differentiate purpose, which is unfulfilled long-term something to accomplish throughout a you know an entire lifetime or continually fulfilling it but mission is those those you know that small targeted um operation right maybe it's a six-month operation maybe it's a one month, maybe it's a you know today operation right and and being able to to differentiate mission and purpose i think is is really powerful
1: yeah, it is. And I, uh, it makes me think, and I think it was Simon Sinek who said that. Uh, I know it wasn't Otis that said it the first time. Uh, <laughs> Simon, uh, you can call me and let me know if this is what you said. Uh, but it's playing the infinite game. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to think about it that way, right? So what is the infinite game? I mean, we're, we're right in the middle of football season. You know, you get 60 minutes. We're also in the, in the Rugby World Cup. You get 80 minutes, and that's it, right? It's, it's finite. It stops. But our life is not finite in that sense. And we have to play the game infinitely until our clock runs out, until there is no more time for us, which we do not know what it is. So we have to uh, pardon the philosophical sidestep here, but we have to live each day like tomorrow is the last day, like today is the last day. But we also have to play it out for infinite, because we don't know when that last day will be. When you get the the knock on the door and and the good Lord's calling you home and all those sort of things, right? But it's the infinite game, and that goes back to your purpose. It's infinite, but,
0: and I think and I think that's that's legacy, right? Legacy mm-hmm. is is infinite. It's thinking about that second generation and third generation. It's making decisions based on what's good for my grandchildren versus what's good for me today. And I think we see it right now. We're seeing it in, in, in corporate. And I think we've seen it basically since the nineties, right? Nineties, 2000, 2010s, that corporations are making short term decisions, you know, lay off employees to get their financials looking right and cut corners to, to, you know, to basically, you know, sacrifice the environment for the sake of the quick win, you know, and I think right now we're in a season of recognizing, you know, we can't cut down all the trees and expect the planet to survive, right? We need to be responsible citizens. And, and I'm not a, I'm not a, a tree hugger by any means, but I'm, I'm a firm believer and was taught this from, you know, young in scouts, leave it better than you found it. Right. and, mm. and, that applies in business it applies in my family it applies in a picnic day and it applies to a camping trip it, it's a it's a simple axiom that that if if more of us were starting to live by right we'd have less litter we'd have a little bit more responsibility happening for our our homes our planets our families right leave them better than you found them and and when when we start to live with that kind of value that we're thinking about you know the impact on the our children, the impact on our children's children, um, we start to think a little bit differently, and and so that's why it's so important to play the infinite game and start thinking so much bigger, so much further down the road. Even though our impact today has to be valid, right? We still have to do the stuff today as if t- tomorrow's not coming, but acting as if we've got you know this this impact to make in the long run
1: well we're we're human right (laughs) and and because we're human we want instant gratification we want instant satisfaction i mean it's like hmm, i'm a little hungry i'm going to go to the pantry and grab a handful of not that i hadn't just done this a handful of uh, candy coated pecans i would never (laughs) do that right before i went on a podcast oh Uh, no maybe i did (laughs) but you know because i want that instant gratification boom man all right you know Maybe it's maybe it's uh, I want this, you know, the the infamous uh, everybody wants to lose weight and get in better shape. But how many people are willing to play the the long game to to do that? I want my business to be successful. Can I do a quick win tomorrow and maybe make five thousand dollars tomorrow? That will affect me and prevent me from being able to get fifty thousand dollars in the next Ooh. week or next month. You know, it's. It's those sort of things. We, we, as humans, want that instant gratification. And, and it's, it's a self-awareness thing that I am trading my action for what I'm doing today. And I have to come to this realization that the actions I'm taking in this moment are creating the future for me. And if I'm intentional on in the actions that I'm creating and doing in this moment, then I can create the future I want. If I'm reactionary and just doing whatever, you know, showing up and not being prepared, maybe maybe running around, getting things all together before I jump on this show and going, "Uh, who's this I'm talking to? I don't know. Then I'm, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to set it up for the success that I want in the future. Because the actions I do in this moment, we do in the moment, create the future for us. And if you're smart and you proactive in the moment, you plan it and do it for the moment. then guess what? You will have the future that you want. If you just show up and suck oxygen, you're just going through the motions. Well, and I, and I think there's a lot of
0: people that are, that are just going through the motions, right? We're, mm. we're droning through a nine to five job and coming home to Netflix and, and sports and, and really just going through the motions and, Not only do they not have a lot of joy in life, but the quick wins have to be that, you know, get out the boat for the weekend and, and do those quick hit, those quick hit emotional things because they're, they're not feeling the, I really like, you know, the way you describe it because having a plan and, and knowing, knowing what you want, knowing the impact that you want to make, knowing the legacy that you want to leave gives you a foundation for, creating that plan. And when you build it on the values, right, the purpose that you're talking about, yeah. when you when you know your purpose and, and you can build a plan based on your purpose, then, then you don't, it becomes easier and easier to know what steps to take mm-hmm. and what things to do, right? It's, you know, a, a compass is a perfect tool, but a compass only points north. So if you don't know where you want to go, a compass is only going to point you in one direction. You've got to know where you want to go so that you can use that compass to guide you to the point that you're trying to get to. And and I think that's what you know you're talking about taking helping people build a tribe with a purpose. You know, and it's what I'm talking about with legacy roadmap is is really helping, you know, business owners see that you can create a pathway to the success that you want, but you have to define that. You have to define what is success for you. What is the legacy that you want to leave? What is, what is the impact that you want to make on this planet? And, and then be intentional about your everyday actions leading you to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a, a ship with no port has no favorable wind, right? I mean... <laughs> You know, it's, it's that thing. And I'm always shocked at two things about defining success. One, how few people ever sit down and say, this is what I want. Mm. And two, how much difficulty people have, the the smaller group of people that say they're going to, that they actually sit down, because I deal with this with my clients all the time and, and sit down and, and actually start to define their success. Because they start to see that, and then they, then the little imposter syndrome comes on and says, well, you don't really need that. That's not worthy of you. No, nah, that's probably not right. Let me change it up. Let me change it up. And you spend all your time never defining success. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's shocking uh, the, the number of people that don't do something that is so fundamental to happiness. Because if well, you don't know what right looks like, how can you ever have right?
0: Well, and then you let the world define what success is, right? You let the world's definition of success rule your life. And for some people, that's the bigger house, the bigger car, the bigger boat, the bigger thing, the the, the running around, doing all the stuff and 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 yet having this emptiness inside of them because because it doesn't align with who they truly are. and And that's where digging out that purpose and and defining it, Right, mm. because it's inside everyone, right? I, I believe everybody is born with a purpose to serve humanity. Yep. And and when you when you take the time, and, and yeah, maybe it's painful, maybe it hurts because maybe you've been going the wrong way for a while now. But if you stop and take the time to fix it, the next the next hundred miles are going to be a heck of a lot easier and headed in the right direction. And you accelerate because once your once your flame inside is burning towards its purpose. Man, that's that's like that's like lighting the lighting the space shuttle, right? Once it's lit, there's no shutting it off. And and for a person person to experience that and feel like, man, this is what I was meant to do, that's super empowering Mm. and fulfilling. And like you said earlier, it fills the cup. The cup never the cup runs over, but never runs out. That's purpose, and that's what that's what we were created for. And for people that actually want to find it, I want to encourage them to reach out to Otis and, and say, Otis, I need what you're talking about. I need this purpose. Help me find it. And when you find your purpose, you find your people, which is, you know, what tribe and purpose seems to be all about. I'll let you confirm that for me, but
1: yeah, hundred percent. You, you, you almost nailed the tagline. I mean, it is, it is uh You know, tribe and purpose is helping business leaders get clarity in their purpose and build a tribe around it so everyone can have more success. That's, that's what it's about. And then, you know, my, my, my summation phrase, sentence, I don't know, one of my grammar people will have to come around and check me on this, is, is that we should all live our life with intention in pursuit of our purpose to achieve our success. Mm. You're in charge of your life. You're in charge of your time, where you spend your time, how you spend your time is your choice. And I hope you're spending it in pursuit of your purpose to achieve your success. That's what living with intention to fulfill your purpose and achieve your success is.
0: Man, that's fantastic. We're going to, we're going to end there. How can people find you?
1: uh best way is tribe-purpose.com uh when you get on there hit the start now button and sign up for our newsletter monday moments comes out guess which day of folks comes out on monday mornings uh bright and early it is it is a some thoughts and lessons that i learned this week for you to take into next week so that you can have more success and learn from my mistakes my successes and apply them in your life.
0: Otis, thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time. What a wonderful conversation. And I know that uh, hopefully those listening will be seeking out (laughs) and refining their purpose.
1: Awesome. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for for having me, Robert.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for tuning into this episode, brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. These aren't just buzzwords, They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful six or seven figure business. To support you on this journey, we're offering one of our most popular books, Fish Out Leads In, 52 Fresh Ideas for Lead Generation. You can download it free at enjoybizlife.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, and leaving a review. But most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, Josh Wilson and Robert talk about faith, ministry, and business, how faith and wealth cohabitate. Money magnifies who you are. We dig into the power of the marriage partnership and how we should always listen to the discerning voice of our spouse. Financial mindsets matter. Broke is a situation. Poor is a mindset.